0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just
0: to be sure. Yep, still, very good. Some things never change.
1: Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mm, Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. Yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could
0: save you 15% or more. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh snacks are, uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski.
1: That man ate all our
0: shrimp and two plastic lobsters.
1: And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man.
0: Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, Promo code I'm FAT20 at checkout for orders of $20 or more. And you save 20% for all your premium soap and cleaning needs. Also, Team Hawkberg, visit 56David.com or call 855 56 david for help buying, selling, or refinancing your home. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow Fat Jay Zawaski. Jay Christmas is in the books. And I have to say it was uh, a fairly memorable yet simplistic food Christmas uh, at the camp household.
1: Well, that yeah, I, I think I had a lot of food adventures this week, not necessarily with Christmas, but I just had some free time. I've got a lot of time off. I had last week off and I've got this week off. So it's been go try some stuff, go get some new things uh, and go get some old favorites. And that's what we'll get into on this podcast for sure. First of all, make sure you're following us on all of our social media channels at I'm Fat Pod. You can send us an email, I'm Fat at gmail.com. We've got our T Public Shop. Check the links in our social media bios for our direct link to our T Public Shop. we got lots of great t shirts, uh, stickers, mugs, anything you want in there. I got a picture from our guy Lance of his I'm Fat Podcast mug. We greatly appreciate that. And a new feature on the show. We're debuting on the next, sec- the next episode are fessional? that's right you'll be able to call us up and leave us voicemails telling us about your fat exploits your fat confessions if you're feeling particularly bad about a meal you had call us up 708-858-3314 708-858-3314 you'll get your voice on the show because people are tired of hearing us uh you know with our with our wheezy fat guy voices we want to get some different voices on the show so 708-858-3314 to be part of our fat Fashional beginning on the next episode assuming we get fat fashions which yes. is always a challenge
0: uh jay do you know why the eight is the most common number in that in that number because it looks like us yes because it is the fattest looking number
1: <laughs> yes if only it had never mind oh boy a tiny nope. little apostrophe on the bottom what <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. I know, right? All right. Sorry. On
0: that note, <laughs> so I know we both went a couple places, but I I have to start, and it's funny because like we kind of quickly go over what we want to talk about before we start, and like the first thing I wrote down, I completely forgot to say ahead of the t- ahead of time, which was <laughs> because I'm smart, uh which was a different food layout for Christmas. Now for christmas the last like four or five years it's just been like my mom and my brothers and myself and normally we'll do something like it might be a steak or so or you know or maybe yeah probably not a steak just like kind of like making sandwiches and stuff Mm -hmm. but this year uh my mom is a dog groomer and one of her clients is like i forget if it's like with bona beef or with like you know some basically he has access to quality meat okay so they gave uh they gave my mom as like part of a thank you for the year was like three pounds of beef yes so we had italian beefs for christmas and it was and it was just great because you know you make them up exactly the way you want it we and they gave us quality bread too that's huge yeah so like it yeah it's not like trying to do that with like regular bread where you know it's just a matter of time before it eats through the bottom no this was quality bread we had jardinera. it was oh fantastic and then the big thing for us it's only a once or twice a year thing because apparently they're a pain in the ass to make we had kolachkis nice and god i like when you only get those every once in a great while they're just so damn good and the and so the way my mom rolls them up is more brings the four corners into the middle
1: yeah i noticed that on your picture you have more of a pillow than a taco yes yes exactly and i i like it that way yeah
0: and then especially when they've you know they've had their time to cool in the fridge and everything Mm -hmm. and you get the powdered sugar on there all of ours were cherry by the way for those keeping score at home Uh, years ago my mom used to mix it up she'd have some cherry some apricot and some I think like prune or something and then she she realized that we always went for the cherry first and she's (laughs) like okay I'll screw it I'll just do cherries then and man that that was that just like hit the right tone I love kolachkis.
1: Yeah, they're so good. I have not had a proper kolachki this year because it's usually Hopes Ant that makes just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And that's usually actually a New Year's party we go to. That obviously won't be happening this year. But our neighbor brought over. It was the same idea, but it was almost like a thumbprint kolachki, where it was the same kind of dough. But they just put like the little hole in the middle and then fill the middle with jelly. So it wasn't folded on mm. itself at all, but it was the same exact taste. So I guess that's just another way of making them. So those were good. It was weird. Like this neighbor never talks to us. He's nice. Like my two interactions with him. We've lived here in Homewood for almost four years now. I've had two interactions. You live one in is, Homewood? Shut up. <laughs> one, <laughs> one is me uh, cutting my lawn. And he's like making a a a V V-line right for me with his garbage can. I'm like, is he going to murder me and throw me in the trash? And he's like, here, fill, my, fill the can up with your clippings. I'm like, oh, wow, great. Thank you. That's the first interaction I had with him. The second was i'm leaving backing out of my driveway and i see him walking up our lawn and he just gives me like a head nod i'm like hey and then he goes to knock on the door apparently he was delivering cookies so those are the two i don't know his name maybe that makes me a bad neighbor but uh those are the two interactions i've had with him but so far he's two for two good job neighbor with the beard (laughs) All right, for my Christmas, ours was good, too. It was just the three of us Mm -hmm. because we were able to solve the uh, last-minute sort of scramble. I think you know like the holidays and my parents were stressing me out because we talked last week. Like Traditions are huge for me. I'm trying to make this feel as normal as I can for my parents. Wednesday was nice. So Tuesday, I called my parents and said, look, I know it's not Christmas, but it's going to be 50 degrees tomorrow. Let's get together tomorrow. We'll put the heaters in the garage. We'll, We'll have a nice present exchange and hang out a little bit. So we did that Wednesday. So Christmas Day which was not warm, um, I smoked a salmon in the morning. Hmm. So getting a smoker hot when the weather is 11 degrees was a bit of a challenge, but once it got going, that thing was done in like an hour 20. So I cooked that and then just, you know, we kept it uh, wrapped up and uh, it was delicious. Great. Addie loves salmon. That's her favorite thing. Smoked salmon is Addie's favorite thing, which is such an odd thing thing for a 10 year old kid right to have as her favorite thing but that's what she had and hope made homemade lasagna she's been in a pasta making uh she started making her own pasta that's been the thing she's learned to do over the pandemic so she made from scratch the noodles the sauce like everything was made from scratch Ooh. so we had smoked salmon and lasagna and it was wonderful and it was really nice to just have Christmas where there were no obligations we could just sort of chill do our thing you know Addie wakes up addy got us she's we slept till eight which again for a 10 year old is unheard of like we had friends get up at four or five in the morning because yeah. their kids were so excited um so today though rick is the not is what i'm dreading santa brought the uh the basketball hoop mm. and uh and he did go. not assemble he did not assemble it <laughs> So, oh! I'll be out in the garage assembling that, swearing and busting. I'll sound like the dad from Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Good, sorry. Just like swearing <laughs> in all different different languages.
0: Okay, just so you know, Jay, because I know it's not your area of expertise. <laughs> yes. The hoop goes at the uh, top of the pole.
1: Oh, uh, I thought you sat on that. <laughs> and then try to hit the board from behind you <laughs> the pole or the hoop <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh, oh lord see like yeah, that, that, was, that that was that what 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 if, if Addie turns into a basketball person she really likes it she likes playing it I, I think the ease of that is is what she enjoys she can just grab her ball and go play yeah that that's part of the great that's part of what's great about basketball even yeah because even with softball she has to get the net and she's got to get her bat mm-hmm. and she's got to get the ball and get the tees. like it's it's tough for her to just ugh, for a 10 year old <laughs> yesterday we're like addy can you go clean your room for 15 minutes she's like 15 minutes <laughs> what the hell <laughs> what sort of labor camp is this we're like addy it's 15 minutes watch half of a show while you're cleaning and you'll be done Oh my god, these kids. These kids they, I tell you. But yeah, I'm excited that once I get it up, it'll be the basketball hoop, I mean, it'll be fun. And uh she'll be able to go out there whenever she wants and leave us alone, which is the the key purpose of the gift.
0: Yeah. And then and then depending on your tolerance, uh even when it's cold, like growing up I would go out and shoot hoops even when there was snow on the ground. I just obviously wouldn't dribble. So, but, <laughs> but you know, it's just like you go out there, you move a little bit, you shoot and then you have to go get the ball because there's no way in hell it's getting back to you
1: right yeah that, that'll be that will be fun and i'll be, go out there with her a little bit and shoot with her and it's like we talked about before i need something to keep me moving a little bit something mm-hmm. to keep me just instead of just dormant sitting on my couch all day this will be i'll go out and play horse with her or whatever and she gets older we can actually play so we also got uh that she got a rim that's like illuminated so she oh, can that's play cool at night. yeah it's cool so i'm my buddy justin got a similar hoop and he put his together yesterday and he was just sending me profanity he's like i've been yes. home depot three times i'm like oh no no i don't want to do this uh, it says assembles in as little as three hours mm. that's not a good sign no it's not do i have to like blow the glass and like craft the whole backboard what the hell is going <laughs> to take three hours <laughs> like how many steps can there be
0: right I don't know the ones we always got growing up because you know like we were always big sport uh, big basketball people was was like the ones in the ground so like yeah. we, we we did those but I know we were in a different position to be able to do that uh at the time at least ours has the base
1: but we bought the stuff called base gel okay which you actually it's like a little tube maybe it's like a two-pound tube of uh I don't know it just feels like sandy almost okay and you put that and you add water and it expands the whole thing and it doesn't freeze and it's instead of pouring 15 bags of you know play sand in there through a funnel i get to just dump this thing in there and then fill it with water and it's good to go so that's cool that i'm excited about that was the part i was dreading is you know fumbling with giant bags Mm -hmm. of sand and then trying to pour it in the funnel while you know spilling it all over myself so i'm glad I, I get to avoid that so anyway yes uh you had christmas dinner last week we did the podcast and i was very excited to review Freito's cheese sticks mm-hmm. and then i forgot to do it <laughs> you so, ass <laughs> i know we got into the discussion of my exercise <laughs> bike and we got side railed or derailed or sidecar or whatever you want to call it um here's the thing they're giant cheese sticks they're very very good mm-hmm <laughs> uh hope got the buffalo chicken tenders those were good too addy got uh mac and cheese which he said was the best she's ever had so it was a little bit overwhelming going in there and their menu is huge and i didn't really know like aside from the cheese sticks what to get and then those really really big cheese sticks yeah are only available on sundays so i wasn't able to try the what is the gringo or whatever it's called Mm mm-hmm the giant like taco style one but i got an order of the pepperoni ones and then a normal of the an order of the regular cheese sticks and they're all they're still huge they're like i don't know the circumference of maybe half a twinkie and about the same length i had three and i was full like i had to tap out after three of those that that should tell you how filling these things are in comparison to another like a standard pizza joint cheese stick they were really really good
0: yeah i'm trying to think it's probably like what two and a half regular cheese sticks to one
1: of these cheese sticks or is it even more than that probably i would say yeah two and a half to three cheese sticks is one i would say like if you were to take three and mash them that's about the size it would be i would think yeah. yeah yeah and they were terrific yeah so
0: everybody should go up there and try fredo's because delicious and obviously they like the podcast so we're just a little bit biased
1: yeah Uh, if you want to go to fredo's it's 628 south roselle road in schaumburg 628 south roselle road they're on instagram at fredo's pizza f-r-a-t-o-s pizza and you'll be able to see all the awesome stuff they offer there it looks incredible everything everything there looks awesome mm -hmm. we just went with the cheese sticks and the other stuff i discussed can't wait to go back
0: yeah, there's plenty. You can go there plenty of times and try all new things each time. So off of last week's pod, I was inspired to go to Jenny's in Oakbrook for some ice cream. And I did exactly what you said. I got the gooey butter cake. Mm-hmm. And that first bite is a thing because <laughs> it's like you figure like okay butter cake it, it's probably just like really smooth and more of a subtle flavor but it's like you take that first bite and it's butter and yes that's not a run that is not a bad thing it was yeah and like so uh in terms of like consistency i would put it a like a little bit creamier than like a baskin robbins mm-hmm so it's like it's on it's on like that end of it where it's a little more substantial. But the right. little the little bits of cake you get in there, just how well the rest of the ice cream complements that flavor and the cone. The cone, because I know that's how that got brought up, was absolutely fantastic. And and I thought it was interesting too that and Jenny's is like if you're in the Oak Brook Mall, you go up to like the third floor where all the food places are and it's in there. Uh, what I, I I appreciated the COVID protocols that they have, where you just like right at the entrance you pay, and then even if it's it's like any type of cone, they won't hand it to you. They put it on like a little plate. Mm-hmm. So like I got the two scoops. The one scoop is like firmly in the cone, and the other scoop is like kind of half in, half out. And you get your spoon. And man, even though it was cold out, it was that exactly
1: hit the spot for like high quality ice cream. So highly, highly recommended. There's a bunch of Jennies in the city. There's one actually attached to Wrigley Field in Gallagher Way. Oh, Um, there's one in Schaumburg. There's one. uh, I'm sorry. Oakbrook but there's a bunch uh, if you just go to what's the website here sorry I just had it and it closed on me jenny's.com j-e-n-i-s.com you can find all the addresses yeah and by the way they're they're, uh, they're hand sanitizers like military grade <laughs> I like put that on my hand I'm like well I'll never have to wash my hands again this stuff is killer it was it was very intense hand sanitizer but I felt very safe and very clean after doing that because going to a mall even though Oakbrook is outdoors that felt a little bit like, eh, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of people here. Um, but it was okay. I think Oakbrook Mall did a really, really good job. Um, okay, you did your part. You tried Jenny's. I finally, Rick. Finally, finally, finally tried Penn Station. Thank God. I went to the one in Dyer, Hammond, one of those Indiana cities that's like right over the border. I forget exactly where. Um, but I was a big fan. I liked it very much. I thought the bread was fantastic. Yes, the bread is so key. It had the crunch of the bite, but the softness of the bread, which was and it's not sharp bread. That's what I hate about potbelly. Mm-hmm. I go to potbelly, I feel like I need to like put uh, hydrogen peroxide in my mouth because the bread is so sharp it's not like that at at Penn Station the meat nice and fresh Uh, I think they cut it fresh and sore right you can't really see because it's a high counter place yeah but uh, and they run it through the toaster very much like Quiznos or Potbelly but I would say Jersey Mike's is still my favorite but I think Penn Station is an easy second for me that was really really good I enjoyed it a lot I just had the club you know, ham turkey bacon mm-hmm. uh, i for what i did forget to do was get the juice on there okay. like the and i the oil and vinegar and the seasoning i should have done that and i just i blanked on it because yeah, i was a little bit you know you, you're in there the first time and you kind of panic sure um so uh, but everybody liked theirs i think i liked mine the most because hope's not a huge like lunch meat person in general and Addie can kind of take her leave. And she just gets a ham sandwich. So how great can it be? But I was a really big fan of it. And if I live closer to one, I go back again and again. But it was it was probably about a half hour for me. Oh, okay. Even still. so. But if, if they open one in the homewood area, I will frequent it. Because it was good. I, I very much liked it. It reminded me of a higher quality Quiznos. Yeah, yeah. Did you get the fries? Yes. The fries, fresh cut and very, very good. Does yours have the uh, cage of potatoes in it? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. isn't, isn't that great? Where it's just like they're pulling out of that, and then you know they've got the they've got the slicer right there, so you can like watch them just be like, oh crap, we need more fries. Okay, boom, and put it right through the thing. So those are really fresh, and then just how good of a fry they get on those too so that you get very few fries that are not really crispy and then maybe the best part is the nubbins that are at the bottom of your cup because (laughs) they are so crispy so good so yes i man those fries i'm like i'm just telling you for for some places that penn station is the goods
1: Yes, it's. I, I very much enjoyed it. It was really, really good. And speaking of things I'm enjoying, Rick, uh, I got my shipment of Dr. Squatch deodorant a couple weeks ago, and I've been putting this stuff to the test, man. Mm-hmm. I've been out. I've been in hot cars for a long time. I've been doing some work outside. I've been doing some work inside. I've been riding the exercise bike, and this Dr. Squatch deodorant stands up. And not only does it make me not smell or sweat, it actually maintains its good smell throughout the day and overnight it's quite tremendous and it shouldn't come as a shock because everything I've tried from Dr. Squatch I've loved I started with the soaps back in what was it May or June Uh, loved them became an immediate subscriber then they released a toothpaste that's great and now the deodorant I love all of it head to DrSquatch.com and check out all their uh, men's health products like I said soap shampoo conditioner mouthwash, deodorant, cologne, beard oil, anything you need to be a, a good smelling man, you will love and you will find at DrSquatch.com. Take that Squatch quiz if it's your first time in the top right corner, that'll help you sort of populate your basket with the things you need and the things you want. When you're ready to check out, enter that promo code I'm fat 20 you'll save 20% on your order while helping the podcast at the same time. Pro tip, if it's your first order, get yourself that soap saver. Because it's going to make your investment last much much longer than it would uh, if you just you know leave it on the ledge of your tub or in your shower or whatever. The water can run on that and make the soap kind of you know dissolve. If you put on that soap saver, it's going to last two three times longer. I made that mistake with my first order. Second order I placed, ordered that, and it's made a huge difference. I actually have the four wide now soap saver in my shower. And I have four soaps going at a time, and it's great. So every day I can say, "Eh, I'm sort of in a mood for this smell or this, you know, exfoliation or whatever. Uh, I am a Dr. Squatch enthusiast. I know Rick is too. Drsquatch.com, enter that promo code. I'm fat 20. Rick, last week I told you about our uh, disappointing trip to Taco Bell Mm -hmm. where Hope's quesadilla was half full. And uh, we went back maybe two nights later. They were out of chicken what so maybe that explains why they were shorting her on her quesadilla in the first place because they were running out of meat but get it together taco bell i like, think that's specific to that because like i've
0: never had that kind of issue at a I taco know. bell
1: i it, it was the same location so that's that's fair but isn't there so i would have to imagine yum brands as a company that owns taco bell and kfc isn't there some sort of system they use to place their orders? Like there has to be, it's not up to some manager to be like we need more chicken. It has to be all automated at this point. You would think like okay, you've sold 10 or you sold 500 chicken quesadillas and 300 chicken tacos, so the system tells you time to order more chicken. You would think it's automated like that, right? Someone in the industry has to know uh if that's true or not. It has to be though. It can't be up to some manager to order more stuff. That's ridiculous. In this day and age, in the year of our Lord 2020, it's got to be automated at this point. So I don't know. I don't know how that happens, but it's frustrating. Went again yesterday to the Shorewood location, and the thing I discovered, the grilled cheese chalupa, no longer available. Oh. (laughs) It's just like, come on. I'm trying to find something I like. So I just got the standard chalupas, and they were good. I guess that's my new thing. But look for those to be discontinued any day now.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, Culver's pretzel bites, too they're gone uh,
1: but those were i guess maybe these were a, a limited time too yeah but the pretzel bite should be easy enough to keep around i would think yeah it's a shame they're they're really good i think though like when you are at culver's and you're ordering sides as good as those are they're still third on the side depth chart behind fries curds and behind fries and curds and whatever uh- order you want to put those in I would actually take the pretzel bites over fries. I think just
0: because it's something unique in fast food. So like, I know I can get fries anywhere.
1: Yeah, but Culver's fries are so good. The fact that I sometimes have to make the decision between fries and curds tells you how good their fries are. Well, that's why you don't make the choice between them and you get your (laughs) combo and you get your curds on the side. All right. That's smart damn it damn you all right all right fine i'll do that next time i never yep. thought of that i know twist your arm i just don't want my order to be 75 dollars.
0: Yeah, that's fair it might be around oh what does that end up being like uh 12 12 to 13 maybe
1: not that i have experience in said uh said area yeah but that's for just me then i gotta get for my wife and then for addy and it's you know
0: yeah, that's why you do that when you have a chance to
1: eat by yourself and you don't feel as bad good point good point by you all right one more thing i want to get to here speaking of yum brands speaking of taco bell uh this popped up online and uh, i didn't know if it was real or not but apparently it's real kfc is launching their own gaming console it's called the kf console or the kfc onsole, however you want to say it uh 4k 240 frames per second led by the swedish craftsman timp i don't know if it's time play spelled wrong but (laughs) this thing is legit we don't know how much it costs we don't know when it's going to come out but when you look at the specs of this thing it looks like a legit gaming system okay and oh yeah the best feature it keeps your chicken warm while you play here's the thing this is a really cool marketing idea and I like it, and maybe the thing actually works, and people actually buy it, but make better chicken.
0: Yes, exactly. Invest that money into improving your chicken because you don't need the chicken warmer when nobody's buying your chicken. It's You're like, getting- oh, great, I can, I can get this thing and then keep my Popeyes warm in it.
1: <laughs> yes, or my Browns, or whoever else is around. Because you know, Rick, up until a couple months ago, I, I always, in my mind, thought KFC was better. I like the spices. I like the mashed potatoes and gravy. But guess what? Popeyes has exceeded them in every category. In every category now. There's no reason to go to KFC unless you're seeking bad service. (laughs) You know what I could use? Some really terrible service. I'm going to go to KFC real quick. (laughs) Like, I I just, all these ideas that KFC keeps coming up with if you made better food you wouldn't need all these goofy marketing ideas exactly people will go where the food is good people find good food you've got to try this like jenny's ice cream doesn't advertise but there's a huge reason why they've exploded into like america's favorite craft ice cream distributor and they're on grocery store shelves now because the ice cream is really really good that's the thing make a quality product and people will come to you you don't need to i'm gonna go get kfc because they made a gaming console that doesn't make me want chicken make better chicken damn (laughs) Jay, uh
0: you should cool off for a second while we uh while we get to these ask a fact questions to show you how easy it is to file a claim with geico we hired sports commentator dick vitel
1: Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat out a win, it would be a miracle, baby.
0: Um, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because Geico gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim.
1: That's gonna be a nail-biter.
0: Nope. The Geico team is there for you 24-7.
1: Now that's a dipsy dude, the guru of a claims team. Geico is awesome, baby, with a capital A.
0: Geico. Great service without all the drama. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further.
1: it's time to chat with the fats.
0: ask a fats this week are brought to you by our friends at team hockberg if you're looking to purchase a home sell your home or refinance your home call our guy david hockberg at 855-56 david or visit his website 56 david.com david and his team over at team hockberg are absolutely the best at making the buying selling or refinancing process easy for you because let's be honest we have we all have so much going on in our lives right now that the last thing you want to do is be trying to do your work or spend time with your family and have the thoughts of buying selling or refinancing just kind of in in a cloud over you that's why team hockberg is there for you because they're well-trusted, well-respected, and they're there to answer your questions and make that process simple. And if you even just kinda wanna, you're thinking about going about it, Give them a call, 855-56-DAVID. Check out 56david.com, or you can just turn on your radio on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., that's Central Time, on AM 720 WGN for Home Sweet Home Chicago. That's David's radio show once a week. Really good stuff from David, also great guests that answer your questions, so you can get an idea of what Team Hochberg is all about, and you can just get some really good advice for free so that's what they're there for to put you in the best position to succeed in whatever you're trying to accomplish and really isn't that all we can ask for there's so many people that we know that have gone with team hockberg that trust team hockberg we do as well you know the next time hopefully not for a minute uh that you know i'm in a position to need to buy sell or refinance i'll be bothering david so 56 david.com 855-56 david tell them you heard about team hockberg from us because that lets david know that people are listening to the podcast and that you know we appreciate his product and that hopefully you do too homeside financial is an equal housing lender nmls 112 4061
1: yeah it's just so important when you go through that process to have someone you can trust and david is someone you can trust and we've had so many friends use him That that's all you need to know, and he's around and he's trusted, and the dude's got a radio show for a reason. So, give it a listen and give him a call when you need it. Rick, ask Fats.
0: All right, our first question comes from our friends at I Love Fries. Ooh, do you prefer your food in parentheses poutine or Irish curry swimming in gravy or sauce, or just properly coated? And does that
1: differ on the type of gravy slash sauce? Hmm. That's a good question. I would say if I'm just going by default, I like just a nice coating. I don't mm-hmm. need it to be overwhelmed. I don't need the food buried by sauce or cheese or gravy or whatever. Um, and then you can always add on or you can always dip if you need to. But sure. I like to, as a default, I like to go lighter than than crazy on the on the sauce.
0: Agreed. And that was one of the things when I tried I Love Fries the first time that I was worried about. It, it was honestly my main concern was does the integrity of the fry get compromised by what's on top of it and thankfully there I think they hit that like right middle point to where you definitely have whatever gravy slash sauce or or whatever is evident but it's also not ruining the fry and I guess it depends on the exact context there's probably some context where i would prefer it to be a little more swimming but i don't think there are many of those
1: okay yeah i agree i'm trying to think of where i would like it just buried in sauce and the uh dearly departed don slash jr's hot dogs used to put the i've talked about this before they would put the cheese fries in a cup so they'd fill like a, a a pop cup with fries and then just fill that with cheese i like that a lot uh, but that's really the only instance where I would have a ton of sauce left over when I was done with the food. And then you just dump that on your hot dog. Win-win. Uh, got one here from Matt. He says, hey, guys, love the show. I'm a normie with the attitude of a fat. I'm a runner and enjoy listening to your show on Saturday mornings during my run to figure out how I'm going to reward myself afterwards. Attached is a, pic- is a picture of what I had waiting in the backseat of my car after my last marathon i washed down with two large cokes from mcdonald's here's what it is rick and i almost didn't read this email yeah it was too much running and exercise but the reward for the marathon an entire box of ding dongs an entire carton of chips ahoy cookies mm-hmm. and a large bag of lays chips
0: okay that's a good starter kit <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that's what Rick and I call breakfast. yes um <laughs> No, it's. Th- hey, look, I know that I I will never get to the place, Rick. Like joking aside, mm-hmm. about like fitness and all that stuff. I I even when I was in my most athletic stage in my life, running was the worst. Hundred percent. I hate it. I will always hate it. I have always hated it running with no purpose aside from like i'm going to go this distance or run for this long i hate it more than anything if and when i go to hell i'll just be running that will be my punishment you know i I hate it and i know there's some people that my buddy tony's this way he has to run every day or he gets depressed or he feels like crap right like Mm -hmm. i don't know how there's an endorphin rush for some people yeah, we I just, are just not those people. Well, part of it, though, is that I've been big most of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've suffered a lot of leg injuries in sports, like basketball. I actually got more hurt playing in my probably 12 collective minutes of basketball than I did playing football. Uh, broke my ankle, sprained my ankle three or four times playing basketball. Uh, but football, I've had like hyperextended knees, uh, dislocated uh, shoulders, like all sorts of stuff in football, too. Uh, and it's just it's painful for me to run. And that might be part of it. But I just never found joy in it. Even in my most healthy, that was the that was always the part I dreaded the most was running. I yep. hate it.
0: Same here. Like I I wasn't like I, I was a little bigger when I was growing up, but I wasn't like truly fat. Right. So like when I was in like middle school and high school and, and you know starting to grow it a little bit, but yeah, like running the mile for class was Ugh. the worst that was where that was where i i think i had my first concussion on, was was actually on the mile day so in middle school wait what that, I, I, i'll tell the story so okay so eighth grade did you run into a bird <laughs> i randy johnson did yeah exactly. no, no but it was your head instead of a ball no so uh the guy's locker room was right by the door to go outside because behind my middle school there's like this huge area where there's a couple backstops so like the three points are like the door and both backstops and i forget if it was two or three laps i think it was like three laps you run around that and they consider it your mile and as i'm running outside the uh the gym teacher calls my name so i turn around he says whatever he has to say to me the other people uh you know other people are still going through the door and this is like a huge th- thick wooden door i turned back around when he's done talking to me and i just timed it up perfect where the door was slamming shut because <laughs> oh, because this was not one of those doors that you know like would would close slowly this was an old ass door and it knocked me on the ground oh my god I the gym teacher was like hey are you okay I got up and like I don't remember the conversation with him but apparently he thought I was good enough to at least go out and try and so if you think of our path as like a right triangle we start I started at the top I was going down towards the bottom and I just started veering off the path (laughs) and I had so they had to send someone out to get me because you're running I, home like, yeah it's, yeah exactly i oh it was so bad that i had to they just like sent me to the nurse for the rest of the day and i had the hugest bump on my forehead and i have a fairly substantial forehead so like i had this huge bump the gym teacher came in to see me and he was like now mind you he was kind of a cool dude he was like i'm not gonna lie at first that was kind of funny once i figured out you were okay
1: <laughs> no that's definitely funny
0: <laughs> so yeah so
1: i got a concussion on the day when i was just supposed to be
0: running the mile
1: i remember for football we had to do the eight minute mile like that was the requirement and is that four laps around the track or is it eight i think it's four right yeah because it's a quarter mile track yes i'm smart yeah. okay so Coming down this final, like, probably 120 yards of the... So I made the final turn of the of the mile. I hear my coach go, 745! Oh, God. And I'm like, no! So I just busted my ass as hard as I could to get over the line by eight minutes. I, I ran as... And at, at this point, my legs are jello, right? Like, they had nothing left. And I'm just... I'm I'm sprinting. I feel like I'm flying, but I'm, people are still passing me. Um, but I'm running as fast as I can, and I cross the finish line. It's 7:59. Nice. Like I just made it. And uh, as soon as I crossed the line, it is. I just fell down and like rolled, and then just laid there for about you know two three minutes. I was not doing that again. There was no chance in hell that because if I didn't make the eight, I would have to do it again, not the same day, but like the next week. And I was like, nope. And here's the other thing. By the way, if you're a runner and you're running with someone who's not, stop talking to them. Yes, seriously. They're miserable. They don't want to talk to you. It's horrible. So Jay, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just running. I want to be dead right now. I need to count every breath, or I'm going to die. Right? Like, please don't just like make casual conversation with me while I'm having the worst moment of my life when i was in north carolina
0: the place i was my friend's place that i was staying at was on the third floor and we didn't even
1: talk when we were going up the two flights of stairs i would have gotten back in the plane oh you were on the third floor you didn't tell me this by i'm leaving
0: yeah well <laughs> i did yeah it's true i probably should have done that but i don't know at that point i felt too pot committed i guess so, so I, I i dealt with it all right this next one is from i'm in Illinois. <laughs> 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 at the dessert table you see a quarter of your favorite pie left do you try to sneak it hoping no one notices or do you just say to hell with it and just be proud of the fact that you're taking the last quarter
1: of a pie i think it depends on the size of the party if it's a giant party like if there's more than i guess more than seven isn't giant but if you're able to sneak it without everyone knowing it was you then I think you're good. But if there was some sort of, like, decorum, if there were three or four people there, and I, t- I would feel differently about taking the last piece. I would at least say, anyone want this? Or does anyone want to split this last piece with me? And then take the bigger half, of course. Um, but I think if it's a bigger part, you can do it without guilt. I also need to know
0: how many pies are there total to know if I take this quarter of a pie, is it really making that much of a difference?
1: True. Yeah. It's just... Sort of taking the last one is a is a bad feeling, but again, food is purchased to be eaten, and which, no one wants leftover Which is worse, being taking the first slice or the last slice? Dude, I am the first slice guy at every party. Like once the kids go, <laughs> like my plate is front and center, and everyone, you know, I I'm, I can't. I'm just too excited. I love cake, and if you know, they have to serve the children first, I guess. But my plate's always hovering, just waiting. For someone to accidentally scoop it to me, like, come on, my plate's here too. Come on, Timmy doesn't care. Little Timmy doesn't need cake. Look at me, I'm a growing boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no, I have no shame in that at all. I, I get that first piece. The first adult piece goes to me often, and then the, you know the person whose birthday it is or whatever. I guess they should go first. But sure whatever just give me more frosting and I'll be happy uh, all right this one comes from Josh he says my fellow fats my brother and I are putting together a pizza bracket to eat our way through and decide once and for all what is the best Chicago area tavern style pizza our parents were from the south side so we grew up having Palermo's on 63rd and Vino and Nick's and some other usual places on the list uh, we've decided that the control pizza will be a well-done sausage pizza since most places make their sausage in-house. What are some of the other places we should include in the bracket? Don't worry, Jay. We already have Rosangela's on the list. All right. That's a good start. Rosangela's, Palermo's, Vito, and Nick's. I'll say if we're sticking Southside, Barracko's is good. People really like Baracos. Um, Fox's Pizza is pretty famous. Not not my favorite it's super thin but it's a little bit greasy but there are people that absolutely love foxes and they've got some other like good side items too Uh, obviously you got to go to aurelio's and if you do go to the homewood one and ask for your pizza in the old oven that makes a difference ask for the old oven when you try aurelio's for your bracket and then is it's i think it's called villanova and stickney let me make sure it's Stickney. This is our guy, Russ Materas. Uh, Russ Materas is a guy who sings the this or that song, the Ask a Fat song. Yeah, Villanova Pizza, 6821 West Pershing and Stickney. That's a place that is one of those. Um, they've been there forever. Really, really great pizza places. So there's top of my head. Those places. Oh, and probably you should put Beggars on there, too. Beggars is a good local place and home run in. Home Run In is great, too. Try to go to the original Home Run In. Like
0: Word on bad. the street is uh, beggars lays on thick.
1: They do. Sometimes too thick. And my butt doesn't agree with it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> this next one comes from Dent Bags, who wants to know, is there a declining age curve in fat culture? Because I'm really disappointed with my performance this Christmas.
1: Hmm. So is he saying,
0: as he gets older, he can't handle as much? I'm a. That's kind of the. Yeah, I'm a. It's not explicitly said, but I yeah. think that's kind of the insinuation.
1: I have experienced that as well. When I was younger, I could eat until. I mean, I could just eat until I fall asleep. There seemed to be no limit to what I could consume. I will say, as I've gotten older, that's changed a little bit. The other thing is, the after effects are worse, and like heartburn or like reflux or like just an upset stomach if I eat too much or too much of something. I found that stuff with tomatoes in it, Rick, gives me heartburn like pretty frequently, pretty regularly. So I don't know if it's like the acidity of the tomatoes, but if I have a um like a, a spicier pizza sauce, I can almost feel it in real time as I'm eating like a heartburn starting. And that's never been the case with me before. Hmm. So yeah, I, I think so. And then last night I got... I got like so full from I didn't have much at all. We had um, what did I have for dinner? We had leftover uh, Thai food for dinner, and then I had like a, a peanut butter cup and a little like Halloween bag of Reese's pieces. Mm, that'll do it. And I just felt <laughs> I just felt so full. <laughs> I don't know. I was I said to hope I haven't eaten much of anything today. Like we had pretty small breakfast, small lunch, small dinner, and I was still just feeling incredibly full. I don't know if it was some combination of the things i ate sort of interacting together and expanding or whatever because i did have a ton of fried rice that could be it um but yeah i don't know i i find that true as you get older your capacity for food seems to go down a little bit thankfully i have not
0: gotten there yet which also you'll- is probably not the best for my body however i have not gotten there quite
1: yet you'll get there you'll get there all right this one comes from julie this is my last one rick uh, are either of you aware of these two snacks God himself has delivered for Christmas? We have the reindeer sparkle pops. I don't know what those are, but they look wow. good. And then the M&M sugar cookie. Have you seen the M&M sugar cookie? I have not, but there's no bad words there. It's the. by the way, it's not a cookie. It's a flavor of M&M. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So on the heels of Julie's email, we have a review here from Michael. He said, I just tried sugar cookie M&M's. I really think they should have these year round. Much better than the caramel or peanut butter ones. Huh. Have a really nice crisp. Definitely has a sugar cookie taste. Not too much crisp or surrounding chocolate, in my opinion. Nothing can top the peanut MMs or crispy MMs. But this is a solid top five. While we're on the subject, what are the top five M&M types for you guys?
0: One Do you th- even eat five MMs? No, I don't. uh Regular are all. I mean, in no particular order. Regular Crispy and Caramel are pretty much my go-tos. So.
1: Mine are the peanut butter is number one. Regular is number two. Peanut is number three. Then pretzel, then caramel. But I got to try these. uh, I got to try these um, sugar cookie ones. I usually try to avoid like flavors not found in nature. Mm -hmm. Like like birthday cake ice cream. Yeah. It, It doesn't usually work for me. But M and M's, they usually get it right. They usually get it right, so I'm gonna try that. I also saw they have a, is it a brownie M M&M and M? Is a new one that's been out. I haven't tried those yet either. Yeah, I haven't either. That one worries me. Yeah, I hmm. I just M and M's. The, the the default ones are so good on their own. Right. You know, yeah. and, and I know you don't like peanuts, but M M&M and M peanuts are really really great too. But for Rick, I know you don't eat peanut butter, but their peanut butter M and M's are. The ratio of peanut butter is so much more than a Reese's Pieces that they're like they're the size, maybe a little bit smaller than an M and M peanut. And you can imagine if you liked peanut butter, how appealing that would be.
0: Sure. Don't. Yeah, I'm smarter than that. All right, let's get to this or that. Uh, First one here from Ryan. It's a good one. McFlurry
1: or Frosty? Frosty. I'll just say so because that taste of a frosty Mm -hmm. is kind of difficult to recreate. There's not a lot of things that taste like a frosty. So when you get the itch for a frosty, you got to have it. You can get a McFlurry at DQ or wherever. You can kind of find that elsewhere. The taste of a frosty is very unique to me, and it's something that I crave often. I thought I was gonna be alone on that but we are on the same page and,
0: and I get the vanilla one I don't get the chocolate one
1: uh, the vanilla one's really good too but I lo- a chocolate frosty to me is absolutely mm-hmm. delicious and I bought that keychain that two dollar keychain the proceeds go to uh, like adoption services because Dave Thomas was a big advocate for adoption I am adopted so I am I am also um, so you pay two bucks for this frosty keychain and then anytime you order you get a free junior frosty for the whole year that's awesome yeah so that's a no-brainer all right i got one here from mike he says chicago style hot dog or chili dog chili dog i agree with that um that said though i'm not a big mustard guy i'm not a big pickle or relish guy so i may have to disqualify myself
0: it's just too much the, i like the things that are on
1: the chicago hot dog there's just too much of it there's a lot it's a lot of stuff yeah yeah i like a chili a nice chili cheese dog sign me up yes Delicious. absolutely
0: Okay, from Stephanie, dark or milk chocolate? Milk. Yep, same here. Zero
1: hesitation. Zero hesitation. We
0: are children, because I think most adults <laughs> go for the dark chocolate. However, we're both here for the milk chocolate.
1: I don't know if that's true. I think there's some adults that are like, oh, I love dark chocolate. It's so decadent. No one actually prefers dark chocolate to milk chocolate. There's a, I think, like dark chocolate has an actual nutritional quality to it like antioxidants or something Mm -hmm. but does anyone truly really if you deep if you search deep down in your soul do you really like dark chocolate more than than milk no you don't no you're lying to yourself no all right my last this or that comes from william and i think we know the answer for rick jellied or whole cranberry sauce jellied i used to be with you but my wife, my wife has made uh, amazing whole cranberry sauce again from scratch, and I'll never go back. It's tremendous. Kiss ass. She doesn't listen to this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, she does listen. She does listen to most episodes. So, um, Kiss but yeah, ass. No, her, no, hers is really good. I'm not lying. I just, <laughs> I never really liked it at all, to be honest with you. But oh. if the jelly was there, I would just, I would take a little slice. And like, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. But uh, the fresh cranberry sauce, like made from scratch, is phenomenal. So okay, I'll take. I, I understand though why most people are like, because you can buy whole cranberry sauce, and then it's probably not as good or not as tasty. Mm-hmm. But when it's made with from scratch with like all the other ingredients that give it those like depth of flavor, sure, it's really, it's tremendous.
0: Okay, I can I can live with that. But yeah, if we're talking store bought, jellied or or you know store bought. Whole, whole yeah then give me the jelly every day of the week all right i got one more before we get out of here this one's tough from mark mcdonald's coke or culver's root beer oh, you, mm.
1: see i love culver's root beer because it's the only place i can get diet root beer it's the only place in the world uh maybe AW has it too like a like a proper AW restaurant but it's the only drive through where I can get root beer, but I'm still going McDonald's Coke. I'm sorry. I have to. It's just so good. Nothing hits the spot like a McDonald's Coke. So
0: this may be
1: a bit of a fat fashion. It's more of a true
0: confession as opposed to a fat fashion. I didn't know Culver's root beer was a thing until like, was it mentioned on the pod like last week or the week before or something?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, it's my go-to every time. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> well here's the thing about it and maybe this is just the diet but if you're gonna if, when restaurants open again and you have to self fill your cup give yourself a good 25 to 30 minutes to fill your root beer cup because that stuff bubbles up like crazy oh yeah like it just it takes forever to fill the cup it's fine and it's totally worth it when you do but for whatever reason the formula they have for at least a diet root beer just i, I had to like put it under the fountain and spill it a lot for it to like actually get to the top and I always feel like a jerk for doing that mm-hmm. um but yeah oh culvers ripier is great and rapier floats obviously come from ripier and make sure you get a ripier float at culvers because those are fantastic and we've talked about that before Rick where like the uh ripier crystallizes the ice cream yes for, for whatever reason that's happens extra at culvers maybe because it's custard and not ice cream. But the crystallization thing is real there. Speaking of fat fashions, by the way, don't forget, leave us a voicemail with your fat fashions. 708-858-3314. 708-858-3314. Put that number in your phone uh, so you have it. When you have a moment, when you have a discovery, let us know about it. 708-858-3314. We'll debut our fat fashional next week on the I'm Fat Podcast. Make
0: sure to follow us on all social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon, the T Public page, as always. If you got money for Christmas that's burning a hole in your pocket, that's a great place to put it. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And check out our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, promo code I'm Fat20, and Team 855 56 David, 56 David.com for all your mortgage needs. He is Jay. I'm Rick. And this is the i Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.
1: Hey, we haven't even pulled away from the drive-thru, and you're already digging in the McDonald's bag. Aw, <laughs> babe. Just a few. (laughs) All right. I guess I can't blame you. Pass me some, too. (laughs) The smells too good to get it all the way home
0: meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's.
1: And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece spicy or classic for just two bucks, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.